0: Hello, this is Amy of The Wellness Strategy, and welcome to your Teacher Wellbeing Podcast, a podcast that is much needed, a podcast where we are going to break down exactly what well-being is, including the idea of self-care. Now, don't rush to get your yoga mat, though, because this is a podcast where we're going to look at real, raw conversations about what well-being really is. It's time to figure out what well-being is to you. It's time to understand where we got it wrong, and it's time to start making some changes To your well being, both in and out of the classroom. Sit tight, grab a cup of tea if you need to, or maybe you want to listen to this while you're walking or driving to school. Get ready for some life changing information, and as always, if you love what you hear, make sure you share it. Hello, welcome back to this podcast. This is Amy, your host, and oh my goodness felt like I had to introduce myself because what a long time it's been. I was just looking at some of the old recordings. It's been over a month since I've done a podcast for you all, so I apologize. And to be really honest, I um, don't have a script planned today. Normally, I make some notes and pop a few things down, but I really just want to connect with you and share what's been going on in the past month within the wellness strategy and with all things well-being, be it teacher well-being or organizational well-being, where I'm up to new upcoming exciting things to look forward to later this year and also moving into 2023 and just really sharing what I've learned over the past four to six weeks about my own well-being uh, and you know the never-ending journey that it is. So where will I start? First of all if you are listening welcome back so glad to be reconnecting with my audience again as i mentioned it has been a long time but you know that is just how it goes sometimes work like work and life happens and things get in the way and I think this is where I um, need to practice what I preach in a way and get back to building those habits, routines and systems that I know allow me to function well. There have been a few things that have happened over the past month or so that have gotten in the way of those things being really solid, not good or bad things, just life. And it's all part of the lesson and the learning and the growing that comes with working on your well-being and also knowing how you operate. So let me start with, first of all, the book, the book, the book. The book is coming. I have finished it in first draft. It is with another author and dear friend of mine at the moment who is working through it and just providing me with some feedback and edits. It's also in the hands of some other school leaders whom I know who are reading it as well and giving feedback. And I will just say, not that I should be surprised, but I am. The feedback coming my way is just so amazing for what lies on the pages of this book. Um, if you're not familiar, it is very much about teacher wellbeing. It's about breaking down the perceptions of it, what we think it needs to be or should be coming back to at its core, what well-being is reconnecting with definitions that work in the teacher and education space, and then unpacking my framework of everyday and workplace wellbeing. So in this book, we really are focusing more on everyday wellbeing for educators. So emotional regulation and emotional management, resilience strategies, but not bouncing back. Um, I actually do a whole piece on how resilience isn't really just about bouncing back at all. And then also energy and function. They are the three main areas of everyday wellbeing and I unpack those one chapter on each. I do touch a little bit on workplace wellbeing in this book, although uh, just to give you a sneaky insight, I am planning that that workplace workplace wellbeing will be more the focus for the second book, which I have no idea when that will come, maybe in one or two years, but you know, it's very much around productivity and time management. It is also around uh, engagement in the workplace and it is about performance and growth and how we do those things within the workplace. But what this book does include is a really key component around building self and collective efficacy. So how do we build our own efficacy for our own wellbeing needs? And then how do we build collective efficacy within schools? Understanding that it is a team effort. It is The work we do together and the belief we need to foster together to allow it to happen and then looking at practical strategies that we need to underpin in terms of everything we do for our own everyday well-being from building habits to setting boundaries and then what we need to do in schools that underpin the decisions we make around well-being, making sure we have the infrastructure in terms of system structures and processes, making sure we have a vision but that that vision is flexible because where people in life and and life happens. And so ultimately it's knowing how to put people before performance. So that is a bit of a snapshot of the first book. It's, you know, going to be a good summer read, I think. Uh, it will be definitely be published before the end of the year and it just – Helps, as I said, to give some insight into what well being actually is and how we can navigate it in a more productive way. I have mentioned in the past, you know, I'm not a huge fan of one day PDs, although I definitely will and do do those. But what I am all about is long term sustainable change. And so that needs to happen, yes, at an individual level, but very much at a collective level in schools if we want to get the traction and change that we're looking for. And if we use at the moment things like Uh, the statistics of teachers leaving the profession and the teacher shortage, we know something has to change. And whilst we can't click our fingers and change things at a system level, we can definitely do things for ourselves, for our teams and for our school. And so it's about thinking outside the box, being creative and being open-minded in doing things differently. And, you know, there's a piece in in my book on I wonder if and I wonder if and I wonder what and I wonder how or why, or could we, should we? And there are definitely some wonderings I think we could explore as we begin to make these changes, which is really exciting if I'm honest. I think that we can make bigger and better changes than we anticipate. It's just finding and holding the space for us to do that and knowing that we don't have all the answers yet. And we may never and that that's okay, but it's just giving and allowing that space to happen. Now that is the book wrap up so stay tuned because I will be sharing once that is out I will be posting on socials and if you are a school leader or a teacher or someone who is looking for workplace and everyday well being professional learning in your environment being at... being it a school, a PD day, or at a system level, please let me know because I am taking bookings now for the end of this year and moving into next. Super exciting. So that has taken up a good chunk of my time. To give you a bit of an insight, I pretty much did 40,000 words, like 10,000 words a week. It was a lot. And like I said, we're we're still in first draft mode. So um, a lot has been happening there. And because of that, I had to put some things down. So this is the lesson. I really had to ask myself, what is my priority right now? Can I make it happen? And in order to make it happen, what do I need to let go of? So when I kind of realized this deadline was encroaching on me and I had more and more words to do, not because I hadn't been committing to it or I hadn't been lazy, I wasn't procrastinating. It just was my writing process, I think, to figure out exactly what i wanted to put in the book how to make it meaningful and i'm one of these people also that works better under pressure so having um i think more to do kind of will it force me to get it done but it allowed me to really find that flow and i think what i learned about my own writing writing style when i'm writing big things like this is that uh, having a, a chunk of time like a month to get it done really serves me well because once i'm in the space i'm in the space but what I realized when I sat down to do this about a month ago was that I couldn't keep other things going. I couldn't continue with this podcast at that time. I know it, it kind of sounds like it's one thing um, to keep going, but it, it really is so much more because my podcast fuels my newsletter, which fuels my blog. And so there it led into a multiple and um, it leads into multiple areas each week. And so because of that, I put down the podcast, I put down my blog and I put down my newsletter. Now, I know that that means I've been absent from you and that you might have been wondering where I've gone or you might have dropped off my radar or I on your radar and that is okay because, you know, it will come back. What I want to share about this though in the space of well-being is that sometimes we have to do things, get things done, whether it's an actual task like what I was working through or whether we're choosing to you know, just take some time off away from the rest of the world or whether we're choosing to put aside time to focus on family, whether we're choosing to focus on our own health and well-being in a different way, whatever it might be. It's okay to let other things go. Now, this was really hard for me because I battled a little bit with, oh, well, if I don't record my podcast for like a month or I didn't really have a timeline, you know, if I don't record it, am I going to lose all my followers? And am I I going to lose all of the people that listen to it? Will people think I have less credibility? Will people think I don't love or value what I do? And, you know, all of that is just story. It's just story and fear. And, you know, in some ways it's great because it gave me awareness of really checking in with myself about this decision that I was making. But it also allowed me to go, you know what? I need to focus and prioritize on what matters. And by putting some things down, I'm going to be able to do that better and just have less stress. You know, I'm all about doing things with ease, efficiency and effectiveness and removing resistance so that those things happen with flow and happen easily. You know, I don't want to be creating more stress. So I chose to put this among other things down, but I am back. So that's the book. And that's my big lesson I've learned. Over the past month through that it's like it wasn't easy at all it really wasn't easy for me to decide to put those things down including this but I did it and it's done and I don't think that you know there are a group of people out there who did tell themselves I don't care I mean that's kind of contradictory in, in a way to what I was doing in terms of writing my book because it's a massive piece that shows I care right but again it's all just story so alongside the book what else we have happening Moving into the second half of 2022 is one-on-one coaching. So I have a number of school leaders and teachers who have stepped up into the space to engage in one-on-one coaching, which is just a massive, massive accomplishment in itself, because a few things have to happen for this. You know, first of all, you have to reach out and say, I'm interested in coaching. Second of all, you have to commit time to that. Third of all, you have to commit money to that. Like, you know that's a huge investment, and I think you have to also trust in me that we're going to be able to work together and create some change. Now, I'm a human behavior and transformational coach, so I definitely don't. Um, well, not that I don't. I mean, I do do some mentoring and offer guidance and and steps and and tips, but I'm very much about helping you connect with what you need and what it is that you seek, as opposed to me saying, "Oh, well, you know, just exercise every morning and start a gratitude journal and go to bed at nine o'clock." Like that's what works for me. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So I guide you to figure out what is going to work for you in your own um, capacity and in your based on your own resources and in terms of how you want to feel and what you have to be able to do that. Sorry, I've got the yawns. So, you know, it's not, again, this one size fits all, but at times you've got to be proactive in knowing what that what that can or could look like and doing the work. So congrats to my one-on-one clients already. We're making massive leaps and bounds. You know, I, I recommend that we meet fortnightly. And so most of my clients are on a fortnight, fortnightly rotation for a minimum of six weeks. And even, you know, that's not really, um, that's like a term we hang out. We hang out for a term one-on-one every fortnight for about an hour. And there's unlimited support through that as well through various platforms so it's just a great opportunity if you're thinking you know what you want to really go all in next level to something that allows you for to get the support you need and I mean ha- look I've shared that I've invested in numerous coaches over the years and you know it's a one-on-one investment so it is significant but it you just can't underestimate that the value of that um, so if that's something that you've been thinking about you know, keep that in mind. Oh, my cat's coming. Now, the other thing we have coming for the second part of the year is I actually haven't announced this live, but I'll share it with you. You would have seen me start to launch Live or Teach Well, our Teach being Mastermind. Now you get news first. I have decided to pull that program. I've decided to drop that. Sorry, my cat's jumping on the mic. I've decided not to run that for the second half of this year a few reasons one I just didn't feel like I had the time and energy to put into the launch that it needed because I was writing my book and so I was kind of half in it and I really don't think that's fair to those people who were considering that and it's not the right energy to do anything so I thought about pausing it and relaunching it later but I mean we're already in term three aren't we we're all like some of us are already back at school and it just it all happened too fast um and You know, I was finishing up a school contract at the end of last term, so I was super busy and it's just multiple things happening and I just couldn't quite get that the way I wanted it to be. And rather than go out and do it half happy with it, like half thinking it's okay, I've just decided to pull that. That is not going to happen. Something different will be happening next year, which I'll talk about in a moment. So instead, um, moving into the second half of 2022, I'm going to be offering one-off masterclasses between now and the end of the year, maybe, you know two or three year term, maybe four, who knows, depending on how I feel. And they're going to be on various well being topics. Now, again, you're hearing about this first. So if you are desperate for me to talk about something or you have a burning topic you want covered in a masterclass, let me know. And I will throw one, not throw, that's probably not, I will put one together as best I can. And then they are going to be somewhere around 30 or $40 for, um, you know, a 60 to 90 minute session. You just come along take some information and then we always have Q&A and networking and mentoring open floor where you can ask me anything at the end which is just invaluable. So that is coming your way too. Now masterclasses I will say are very much about you getting involved. So you know this is this is the community I want to build in this space. I think if we're really going to get change in the well-being of teaching and learning and not just term, in terms of our everyday well-being, but how, how we set boundaries, how productive we are, how we use our time, how we prioritise um, our, our things on our to-do list, how we let go of things, how we learn to say no, how we engage with the curriculum, better systems and strategies for marking and things like that. We've got to come together and learn from one another and it's the community piece that is so beneficial. So, you know, if that's you, if you... If you're thinking, I really want to be a part of that, then when you see that masterclass go live, and the best way to do that is make sure you're on my email list or follow me on LinkedIn, um, jump on board. It's really going to be great. Uh, I, I don't know what those sessions are yet. I haven't um, sat down and mapped them out, but I'm really curious, first of all, to know what you would like, because that's going to mean that the content is most meaningful. So that is coming up too. What else can I share with you? I really want to talk about before we wrap up 2023, which, you know, isn't that long ago because, you know, it's two weeks until August. So it's coming. Now, 2023, yes, my book will be out and you'll be able to read that over the summer break. Very important. But in 2023, I'm going to launch a teacher wellbeing being library network. I haven't quite got the name down pat, but I want to share it with you now so you can start thinking about it. It's going to be a 12-month commitment and there's going to be a new module every month and we are going to look at all kinds of things that will support well-being. So we're going to look at boundaries. We're going to look at time management. We're going to look at productivity and prioritizing. We're going to look at energy and function in depth and how and how you can learn about your own physical well-being. We're going to unpack the four areas of resilience, um, emotional, social, physical, and mental resilience strategies. That's another month. So there's going to be a whole lot of stuff that we're going to do that's going to help with your physical, mental, emotional, body in terms of your well-being and you know that again is is going to be priced somewhere around I think the $400 mark for 12 months $400 for 12 months now it will be pre it will be self-paced so at um the start of each month the content will be launched and You'll be able to dive into that module as much as you need. We will also have alongside that one meeting, one live face-to-face a month where we will jump online. I'll unpack some of that content for you and we will do Q&A, which means you can ask um, questions about the content from the previous month, about the upcoming month, or really just anything else because it's that support space for you. And then there will be an online platform. I just haven't quite decided what this is. It might be Slack, might be Facebook group, I'm not sure, where you will have ongoing support. So I mean we are totally totally stepping into a space of you showing up in the well-being everyday space for you to be able to access what you need and i just i haven't figured out all the details yet and i'm okay with that but what i want you to know is stuff is coming and it's actually going to be really meaningful and valuable so if you've been thinking about what what does it look like? How can I do something? Or if you have been going to school or going to work and thinking, oh my God, I wish someone else would do something about it, but they're not, you have the opportunity to take, take some of this power back and not kind of outsource it over to someone else and think, you know what, I'm going to do something about my own well-being instead. And when we're talking about well-being, In this space, we are not just talking about your everyday well-being in terms of energy and function, resilience and emotional regulation. We're talking about how you do your job. We're talking about... How do you go to work? How do you show up? How do you get through your tasks? Where is overwhelm showing up for you? Where is stress showing up for you? What things are impacting your well-being in the workplace? And how can we work through some of those things within what we control, within what we can control? So what I really, really want to highlight is that there are so many factors that contribute our well-being. Some we can control and some we can't. The work we need to do has to focus around What we can control. Because, you know, there are just other things we can't control. Like when I was focusing on my book and trying to get that done, I can control how many words I write. I can control the time I set aside. I can control the content that goes in it. I can control hitting the deadlines. That's all on me. What I can't control, though, is anything else that might have got in the way. Like I can't control if something happened in my family and I had to attend to it. I can't control the weather, which might've meant that I really wanted to be outside rather than inside. I can't control if my publisher decides to extend my deadline and gives me more time. And then I've already put in a heap of work anyway, not that that happened, but you know, there are just things we can't control and things we can control. And when you work on well-being, you've got to focus on what you can control with the exception of in the space of the workplace, Bearing in mind that sometimes we think things aren't in our control. However, when this happens in everyday wellbeing too, it is just thinking about it differently. Remember that piece I talked about just before about being open-minded, flexible and thinking differently? It's exciting work and I think that there are big changes to come both in the everyday and workplace wellbeing spaces for teachers and for people no matter where you work. So I'm going to encourage you to just sit with those things and just think about if, if next year looked differently, how would you like it to be? That's the first thing you've got to come back to. That's what you have to ask yourself. I'm not going to ramble anymore. I just wanted to give you an update on where I've been and what we've got coming your way, which, like I said, I'm super excited for, and I'm I'm really ready for this. So keep in mind those few things. One-on-one coaching. Please reach out. Just flick me an email at, at You or find me on LinkedIn. Keep an eye out for those masterclasses that are coming between now and the end of the year. We have... Um, those being advertised on LinkedIn and on the newsletter. So make sure you're watching. And then, of course, 2023 moving into our 12-month membership option, which like I'm going to say 3 dollars or something like that is going to be unreal. So keep your eye out for those three things. Um, side note, I also have I'm teaching a free Kundalini meditation and yoga class on Thursday night at 5.30. So if you listen to this before then, um, the option to register will be in the show notes along with my LinkedIn URL. I don't know, is that what you call it? As long with, uh, I need to stop. Um, Along with all of the other details of how you can contact and find me. So don't worry about that. And I will see you in the next episode. I promise it won't be... um an update, we'll definitely dive into something more meaningful. And as always, if there's anything you want me to cover, please send it my way. Have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, morning, night, whatever time it is. And if you have loved this podcast, please share it with your friends. Please rate it. Please pop it on your socials, whatever it is you need to do with it to make sure your audience can listen to it. Because as we know, we are only going to get the change we seek if we come together, support each other and create community. That's what this is about. All right, I'll catch you on the next next episode and I will see you soon. Ciao. Okay, so it's not quite the end. We couldn't wrap this up without giving a shout out to our socials. So please make sure you head over to Facebook and follow us at The Wellness Strategy with Amy Green or join our exclusive Facebook group, The Wellness Strategy Collective. You can find us on Insta at underscore The Wellness Strategy and also head to our website to find out more about us and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at www.thewellnessstrategy.com.au. So much gratitude. See you somewhere soon. Let's do this again.